and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday, 9th of February 2018. Here are this week's stories. Last Friday, Travis Ormondy of Google's Project Zero discovered what he called a high-severity bug affecting users of the popular spelling and grammar checker, Grammarly. According to Ormondy, Grammarly's Chrome extension was exposing authentication tokens, potentially allowing anyone to log into anyone else's account and access all of their documents and other data. Ormondy notified Grammarly, which worked impressively quickly to fix the problem, probably realising that it could be held responsible for a huge breach of sensitive data unless it acted quickly. It tweeted on Monday, We were made aware of a security issue with our extension on Friday and we worked with Google to roll out a fix within a few hours. Thank you at Tavaso and the team for finding and educating the community about the complexities of this bug. We will provide more updates soon. At this time, Grammarly has no evidence that any user information was compromised by this issue. The bug potentially affected text saving the Grammarly editor. This bug did not affect the Grammarly keyboard, the Grammarly Microsoft Office add-in, or any text typed on websites while using the browser extension. The bug is fixed and there is no action required by our users. We're continuing to monitor actively for any unusual activity. Staying with data breaches, an unsecured Amazon Web Services S3 cloud storage bucket belonging to Octoly, a Parisian marketing company, has exposed the personal information of more than 12,000 influential social media users or creators, according to UpGuard's Chris Vickery. Octoly supplies these so-called creators with beauty products, merchandise and gaming content from its clients, which include Dior, Estee Lauder, Lancome and Blizzard Entertainment, in return for reviews on the likes of Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Unfortunately, however, the AWS bucket in which the creator's details were stored was configured incorrectly, meaning they were accessible to anyone. Compromised personal information included the real names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, including those specified for use with PayPal, and birth dates for these creators, many of them otherwise anonymous in their online ventures. Also exposed are thousands of hashed user passwords, which, if decrypted, could lead to password reuse attacks against various online accounts belonging to creators, the usernames for which are also in the repository. That's not all, though. As well as personal data, the bucket contained a large amount of brand and analytical information, the disclosure of which could be damaging to Octoly's business operations. Revealed within the files are the names of some 600 major brands patronising Octoly's influencing services. Vickery rightly points out that there are a huge number of lessons to be learned from the incident. As he says, The ability to swiftly and decisively secure data in the event of a cyber incident is not just necessary to avoid financial and reputational damage critical to any business's long-term fortunes. Ultimately, cyber resilience is necessary to protect the basic well-being and security of the individuals supplying their personal information to enterprises, the disclosure of which may increasingly be a dangerous outcome. The incident should be a timely reminder that when the GDPR comes into effect on the 25th of May, personal data breaches will be treated with considerably more severity than they are now, with fines of up to 20 million euros or 4% of annual global turnover, whichever is greater. Visit itgovernance.co.uk forward slash GDPR for more information. Finally, some good news. The US Department of Justice has announced that it has taken down the so-called infraud cybercrime organisation and has charged 36 people over their involvement in the group. 13 suspects from Canada, Egypt, France, Italy, Macedonia, Pakistan, Russia, the UK and Ukraine are now in custody. According to Deputy Assistant Attorney General David Rybicki of the Criminal Division, over the course of Infraud Organization's seven-year history, its members targeted more than 4.3 million credit cards, debit cards and bank accounts held by individuals around the world. 
The actions of the in-fraud organisation resulted in approximately $2.2 billion in intended losses and over $530 million in actual losses to US financial institutions, merchants and consumers. An indictment unsealed this week claims the organisation, whose slogan was In Fraud We Trust, aimed to be the premier online destination for the purchase and sale of stolen property and other contraband, such as victims' personal and financial means of identification and forged identification documents. As of March 2017, its forum had nearly 11,000 members in total. The group's alleged activities included buying and selling stolen credit card numbers, financial information, social security numbers, passwords, and other personally identifying information, advertising services that facilitated these activities and related illicit financial transactions, and disseminating malware. Deputy Assistant Attorney General Rybicki commented, The charges and arrests announced today are a victory for the rule of law. That'll do for this week. Until next time, you can keep up with the latest information security news on our blog. Whatever your information security needs, whether regulatory compliance, stakeholder reassurance, or just greater business efficiency, IT Governance can help your organization to protect, comply, and thrive. Visit our website for more information, itgovernance.co.uk.